What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Live Free Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mike Maxwell. Today's guest is Mr. Henry Gunderson. He joined me via Skype from the San Francisco Art Institute and uh, sat down to shoot the shit with me for a while. It is Wednesday morning, and I'm actually trying to get this podcast up today because Henry's new solo show opens to... Shit, I want to say that it opens tomorrow. But I was thinking that it was the seventh, but I, I think they may have a Thursday opening. So I'm trying to get. I wanted to get this podcast up today, and we actually this podcast was the first time we recorded one live on UStream. So there actually is the podcast is actually out via UStream right now. But um, I I still wanted to go through and do post production and and get a get the episode up on iTunes. But I think I might try to do that more often, uh, do the live Ustream, and uh, see if we can't get a little more um, listener interaction, try to make it uh, an interactive type show, which I think could be cool for uh, listeners to get involved and ask questions and, and see what we can do from there. I still gotta figure out how to get uh, my screen to show on the Ustream. I think there's something in Ustream, like a free download that you could do. I was asking uh, NC Winters about it last night. He was doing a live Ustream show of him doing um, some comic strip stuff. So um, Henry and I sat down and shot the shit. We talk about fecal face, being a shooting the shit, uh, paper, abstraction, faces, art school, skateboarding, environmental shifts, Osama Bin Laden, White House, Facebook page, Celebrating Murder, Benzanir Bhutto, I probably didn't pronounce her name correctly, Gaddafi, Black Dudes in Horror Movies, Hitler Art Movements, Bike Gangs, Rabbit Tattoos, and Water McBeer Gallery. So as always, make sure you go check out MikeMaxwellArt.com and click on the blog. You can get all the information about all the artists. You can donate to the show via PayPal. If you are so inclined, I'm thinking about getting ready to set up another Live Free raffle. Um, that seemed to be a good way to go about getting donations in, supporting sponsors, and giving listeners some free gifts. So, Also, I'm currently working on my upcoming solo show, Extra Sensory, at the Subtext Gallery on May 20th. Um, if you go on the Live Free Podcast Ustream page, you can actually see some... A couple hours of work that I put into uh, one of the larger pieces in the show. So that uh, could be interesting for some listeners. Um, and I think that's it for now. So with all that said, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, Mr. Henry Gunderson. So we are recording now. I'm getting ready to give Henry a call. We're going to live Ustream this show for the first time. So that should be interesting. I'm going to click over and start the broadcast over there right now. All right, let's give Henry a call. Hey, what's up, Henry? Hey, Mike. Hey, did I happen to tell you to wear headphones? No. Do you have some that you could put in? Yeah, let me go grab some. Okay. One second. Yeah. Is uh is my video showing up on the Skype screen for you? Um, I don't see any video. 
Yeah, I think because I'm running the Ustream, it looks like it's not letting my video pop up. Let me see if it'll... Do you see the uh, the camera icon? Let me see if I can see your video. Um, does that work? Yep. There we go. Okay. okay, I can see you. You can't see yeah. me, though? No, I can't see you. That's a bummer. I might kill the Ustream. But let's see. Uh, we might, it might be able to work out. You look like you're in a cool environment. Where are you? Um... I'm at the San Francisco Art Institute. Are you outside right now? I'm outside, yeah. Nice. So, hey, thank you uh, very much for doing the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me on here. Um, I guess you and I met briefly in San Francisco, right? A couple of years ago? Yeah, at your show. Just for a moment, though. We didn't really get a talk, right? Yeah. It seems like we've conversed a little bit via the internet, but... Uh... I guess uh, I was I was trying to remember that that night. I it was I thought maybe we had we had shot the ship, but just then, for a second. Yeah. But so you're still in school, right? Yeah. What uh what's what's going on with art school these days? Um, well, I got like about a year left. Um, it's kind of crazy. It's like pretty much the last week right now. So trying to finish school and. Like uh, finish my show, so that's a lot of pressure trying to deal with <laughs> both of those things at the same time, right? Yeah, a little bit, but um, the show—I'm pretty much done with the show, so gotta yeah. do some homework now. <laughs> so you're uh, here, I'm gonna try and let that police officer drive by. Hello? Police. All right, I was just waiting for that that siren to go by because you know what ends up happening is that with Skype. When you when you talk, it'll lower the other person's microphone a little bit. That's oh. why with that loud ass sound, it's just gonna cut me every time. Oh, okay. Um, but you're prepping for your show at Fecalface dot gallery, right? Yeah. What's the What's the title of the show? New works. New works. What's uh? Yeah. What's some of the stuff that uh, you've been working on? What's some of the the ideas that have been running through your head? I don't. I don't need to have a synopsis of the show because I don't want. I hate making artists, or I hate even doing that. Like, here's the overall encompassing theme. But like, is yeah. there some ideas that you've been thinking about that are that are coming through in the work lately? The main theme is like paper. I guess all the work's on paper. I guess um, that's like the one thing that kind of ties everything together. Um, or everything, all the pieces in the show, like involve like drawings on paper there's no like um like my last show at fecal space which was like summer of 2009 it was all like paintings on panel but lately i've been doing all all like work on paper what uh, uh was that like a conscious choice that you're like that you made, or was it like a necessity thing? What 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 was the shift? Because I know you've used quite a, a few different materials, at least in your installation process, right? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's going to be more materials than just paper, but um, it's like mostly based around like drawings on paper. But there's also going to be like some installation parts to it and different like things going on. What about uh, what about subject matter wise? I don't know. My subject matter has kind of been changing a lot. Like I think this show has a pretty 
wide range of different subject matter in it, kind of. You seem to, like, the work that I've been seeing, I think I've seen, like, a couple preview shots, maybe, or, it, you know, looking at your site, like, there seems to be a strange interaction amongst, like, an abstraction and, like, a figurative, and then, like, the two sort of melding together and becoming something a little different. Um, yeah, totally. Is that something you, or do you try to sort of uh, figuratize some abstractions, or is it more abstractions turning into figurative? You know, like, there there seems to be, like, you know, like, there's, there'll be, like, limbs on things that I wouldn't expect to have limbs on. It's, there's something very unique to the, to the way you put some very strange-looking things together that it almost, like, it looks familiar, but the objects are totally unfamiliar. Yeah, like, familiar, like, abstract things. I think it's getting, like, more abstract than it, than it used to be, but um, do you, I, see, I see what you mean. Do you find that, that like, there's things in your life personally that, that are, are coming through in the works in, like, those abstractions? Like, or do you, do you think that, like, there's, you have attitudes or, like, or information that you're thinking about that, that's coming through in that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I think just, like, when I stare at anything long enough, it, like, becomes abstract to me. Just, like, when you look at something, like, way too hard, it just turns into an abstract form. It's funny you say that, because, like, I'll look at, like, sometimes I'll watch TV and I'll really look at, like, faces of people who are famous that we'll like just catch a glimpse of and we'll we'll just know that oh that's that famous person but if you really yeah. like observe their face from a, a a really close perspective like how an artist would right if you're trying to figure out how to draw them or whatever yeah they actually look different like if you really stop and look at somebody for a long time are like quick snap judgment of what somebody looks like is often very different than if we study a face for a long time. Yeah, definitely. Because it's such a it's a, such an instant interaction with our brain and our eyeballs that are like, oh, that's a face. We know that pattern really well. Yeah, I think if you study it enough, it, like, it won't even look like a face anymore. It'll yeah. just be completely abstracted. So is that is that something you have fun with in sort of recreating some of that stuff? Yeah, I think so. I like right over your shoulder. It says "homie dropping knowledge." Um, right there. Yeah, that's hilarious. With a little, uh, yeah. with a little rabbit jumping. Yeah. With some awesome uh, art school graffiti. <laughs> yeah, art school graffiti. Teen <laughs> angst, young adult angst in art school. Oh yeah. So how long have you <laughs> been? How long have you been in the art school system? Um, three years. How do you feel about it? Um, I mean, at this point, I'm kind of over it, you know, uh -huh. but <laughs> it's a, it's like a good place to be, you know, Yeah. and develop what you're doing. Well, you're, um, you're, you're a youngster, right? How old are you? I'm 20. I'll, I'll be 21 in like a few months. Um, and so you just jumped right out of high school, right into, to making art and, and, uh, you got right into art school. Uh yeah, no break yeah. in between. So when uh when did when did art become like a serious part of your life where you decided that this is what you wanted to do all the time? Um, 
I don't know. I mean, somewhere like in high school, I kind of got really into it and just started drawing a lot more. I spent a lot of time doing it. Just drawing and skateboarding. It's kind of like what I did. But um, then like somewhere in there when I had to figure out what I was going to do after high school. I don't know. I like making art, so I thought like, you know, why not go to art school? Maybe that'd be the best option, uh-huh. you know? So that's how it happened, I guess. Where, uh, did you grow up up there in the Bay Area? Yeah. Grew up in Marin County, the North Bay. And you mentioned skateboarding, and it always seems like sort of skateboarding and art go hand in hand. Do you get um, do you get some of the same rewards from skateboarding as you do with making artwork? Do you do you find any sort of correlation between the two besides that they just happen to always be hand in hand? <laughs> um, yeah, they have like a weird relationship. I think there's a lot of like freedom involved with both of them, and I think skateboarding kind of like trains sort of your perception of like the physical world and like kind of just gives you like a new perspective on um just like objects you know yeah in your environment i i see that the same thing with graffiti and street art stuff like talking about how you just look at your your world in a brand new way in terms of like looking at a ledge or a handrail in a in a different way, or looking at a stop sign or a a, a broken a beat up lot with broken windows or something or boarded up windows, you look at it in a new way. Yeah, I think, and I think like with art, like every artist also kind of has that alternative perspective of things or something. What do you think? You think that's <clears throat> that that time to think? What? Do you think that comes from the amount of time that you have to think, like getting that alternate perspective? Where where do you think, what do you think it is the correlation between creative types and like people who are seeking freedom having uh, an alternate perspective on life besides just the environmental aspects? Do you think there's something mental to it? I mean, there must be. I'm not sure what it is though. I don't know. Yeah. You uh, speaking of street art. Actually, uh, you had some street beef not too long ago, right? You did. You did <laughs> yeah. I saw some shit online. You did some mural work, and some kids did some throw-ups over it, or some tags, or some shit, right? Yeah, some kids. Can you talk? Can we talk about that <laughs> online, or, or should we not talk about that on the air? Um, I mean, well, let's talk about doing stuff. <laughs> let's talk about doing stuff outside. Right, yeah. uh, and besides that, had have you done any mural work outside before? Not really. I think I've painted like one small mural before that, but not like in like an open area, though, like in public. But did uh, did you enjoy that process? Was was there uh, was there something you enjoyed about it, or was there something you didn't enjoy about it? Um, I mean, I enjoyed it as much as just like making a painting in a studio, you know? I think I enjoyed it just as much. Do you find you get, like, connected to your work? What do you mean? Like, in terms, like, do you get possessive of things? Like, uh, like the things that you make, do you, do you 
you know, like doing stuff on the street and having like stuff like people tag on your stuff, like it becomes part of the process. And like there's a there's a level of okay, this is this there's this something is likely to happen, you know, and you have yeah. to kind of, you have to not care a little bit. Yeah. Did uh, I mean with like um, paintings and drawing stuff? Sometimes I get really possessive and like protective of it. But I mean, if I'm doing something like outside, like on the street, I mean, I kind of understand that it's not going to last forever and it's only like a temporary thing that like someone's going to tag over. Yeah. So I'm kind of like okay with that if I'm working outside. Well, I noticed on that, that mural that you did, it looked like somebody did something and somebody did something else and it looked like it got kind of silly. Yeah. Um, or like the, the night or the day after I painted it or something, um, someone came by and tagged on it. And then, um, the next day someone went over, some people went over that. You sound very, uh, let's skip this subject then. <laughs> you sound like you're, uh, you're protecting the, the innocent. So, uh... No, it's a, I don't know. It's just a funny story that maybe I shouldn't tell. No, I hear you. <laughs> but maybe you should. We're all about being honest here. We don't. Uh, we're not being judgmental. But if if there's if there's other parties involved, we don't want to. We ain't trying to rat nobody out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I think obviously we should talk about the um, Osama bin Laden. Oh uh, yeah, that's the big news. Yeah, uh, you're not on the Twitters, huh? Um, I have a Twitter. I don't, I don't really use it. It's kind of, I have like a Twitter connected to my Tumblr. So when I put something on my Tumblr, it tweets it. <laughs> I gotta find, I think I searched your name. I, I couldn't find it. Oh. Um. I might not be that wise though. But yeah, <laughs> Twitter was amazing last night. Like the amount of jokes that came through that were both funny and, uh, discouraging and gross and uh strange it was it, yeah. was, a, it was a spectacle I, I saw a bunch of bunch of stuff on facebook yeah it's it's a it's a fucking bizarre world that we live in <laughs> it is that all this stuff is just so instant in your face yeah shit's pretty weird watching the president on facebook was like the most bizarre thing i think i've ever seen what, like a YouTube video? No, his speech was live on Facebook last night. Oh, it was? Yeah, the White House has like a White House app or whatever. That It was just, I got the link from the Huffington Post and uh, it went right to Facebook and it's like the White House's Facebook page, but it's uh, like a special app. And it was funny, there was this little disclaimer down in the corner that was like, anything that's said on here can be used in the in the White House U.S. Presidential Act of, of something, something, something. So, like, it was just constant a constant barrage of comments in the little comment thing next to the deal. Because not only, it, they were supposed to start the, the press conference at 10.30 and it didn't go on until, like, 11.30 uh, East Coast time, I think. So yeah. people were going crazy, and people were saying some wild ass shit in there, 
And I'm like, you dummies, all this is going right directly to the White House. Just like, as soon as one bad thing gets in there, probably just is like a little ping, that Facebook page goes into like the special folder. Yeah, I saw pictures of everybody like partying outside the White House. It's creepy, right? Like, <laughs> like I, I posted yesterday that, uh, that the, ce- the celebration of any death is, is sort of morbid to me or something to that effect. Like, yeah. even, like, even the worst of criminals, like, celebrating somebody dying is, is fucking creepy as shit. And there's, like, a disconnection from, like, the actuality of human life. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. What difference does it make that he's dead now? Like, I guess, does that mean we won the war or something? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it means very little. It's all just, like... It's all we all just work on trust, and it's just another one of those trust things. Like we're looking out for you, but you know, there's there's a lot of people that believe that Bin Laden had been dead for a long time, like conspiracy theory stuff. But yeah. there was that interview with um, the the woman from Pakistan, Ben Zabudo. I I can't say her first name, um, but she had had said that uh, Bin Laden had been murdered by. Uh, somebody who was most likely going to murder her or a group of people that were trying to kill her. And she said this on a, like a BBC interview or some British interview. And then she ended up getting murdered a month after that interview. Uh, And that was like 2002 or 2003. And it's just so weird that it's like the timing for like reelections coming up and all the shit that's going on too, like in Libya, what, you know, the, the son of uh, Gaddafi was killed yesterday, or the day before the, this big uh, the Osama announcement. Oh yeah. And uh, you know, I I I, <laughs> I was trying to get in on all the awesome twittering last night, so I posted that uh, like a like a black guy in a horror movie. If you're the son of a dictator, you're always the first to die. And it's like the same <laughs> thing. The same thing happened to Saddam Hussein's sons. They killed both of his sons before they captured him and then put him oh, on yeah. trial and hung him. But what's interesting is that we we never got an Osama bin Laden trial. Yeah. And I don't know that they've ever like formally said like a, like formally put in whatever legal paperwork to say that he actually was responsible. I don't think we even still know who's responsible for nine eleven. Yeah, I don't I don't know anything about that. <laughs> it's fucking creepy, man. But then we have all these people just cheering because it's like the the guy who they hate. And what's I, what's really fucking creepy is that Hitler in 1949 on May 1st was well, uh, Germany announced he died on the same day, but in 1949. I didn't hear you. And what do you got? What are you at the airport right there? Jesus Christ. <laughs> the car drove by. Now, in 1949, uh, Hitler was announced dead on May 1st, 19. I'm pretty sure it's 1949. Same day. Whoa. Something, however many years later, <clears throat> 61 years later. That's well, crazy. Yeah, it's super bizarre. What's really great, though, is like with social media, is now we get to really see what people's opinions are like. 
Yeah. I erased a ton of douchebags or like hit a <laughs> hit a bunch of people on my Facebook because it was like you are saying the most retarded, douchey, fucking <laughs> ignorant shit right now because you have no idea what you're talking about and you're just swept up in like hyper nationalism because that's that's like the fucking flavor of the of the moment. <laughs> you know, it's either that or you're like the an, the the anti uh nationalist like myself. You know, but it's like, at some point we got to realize all this fucking nonsense is, is just bullshit. Yeah, man. You're just fucking killing us. <laughs> fucking bunch of assholes. It's, 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 at least you get to see it now. You get to see what people's fucking weird opinions, like the things that they'd say in their head, but maybe they wouldn't say in public. People now feel super free just to put that shit out there with very little ideas of the repercussions. Yeah, the internet's kind of crazy like that, huh? Yeah, you stay. You, you keep it low key, huh? On the internet? Yeah. Yeah, I try. I don't know. I try to keep it low key on Facebook. <laughs> Is that because you're busy? No, I'm. I don't know. I think I just have like social networking anxiety. <laughs> hey, I had a, a <laughs> question from Raymond Klecker on Twitter. He um. He said, as such a young artist with a unique style and big following, do you ever think about starting up your own art movement? So, you know, um, we've, we've seen, like, you know, like, recently, obviously, the street art movement has been the thing of the last 10 years. So, you know, we've seen, we've seen a bunch of different, like, movements. Is there ever, like, a revolutionary idea? Like, I'm going to start this new thing. I don't really know how you would start an art movement. Like, I don't know. If, do people, like, start art movements on purpose? I don't know. It has to happen sort of organically, I would assume. That it's yeah. usually probably, like, a group of people who end up working together. Yeah. No, I haven't thought about starting my own art movement. You could at least... It's like a gang, probably. <laughs> you can give it a name. Um, I thought about starting, like, a biker gang. Yeah. Yeah. Like like right like a motorcycle gang or like a bicycle gang? Like a motorcycle gang. Do you but ride? no like none of us have motorcycles, but we're called the Lost Bros. The Lost Bros? Yeah. Are you guys D are you guys gangster or what? Not really. No. No. But I there's this uh we have a biker gang that has a clubhouse right up the street from my house here. And it started out well. This clubhouse has been an—it's—it's it's been a number of different things. There was a a little cafe that served coffee and sandwiches, and uh, then it was uh, a what's the the gym that the ladies go to? Curves, I think. Oh yeah. It was one of those for like a half hour, and then it was closed for a while. And then this biker gang decided to take up the rental, take up the lease on the on the <laughs> spot. And at first, it was like. You know, like a group of like 10 dudes that were, it seemed like they were just like some old firemen type dudes that just wanted to hang out and ride on Sunday. Yeah. And then have a place to drink beer or something. But now it's turned on, turned into like full on like biker gang, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if a new bike gang moved in and like took over the territory because it was like the, the stray dogs or something. And now there's some sort of devil like figure. Oh, damn. And, dude, they, I, I pulled up. I was trying to go to the store, which is right across yeah. the street, and it was, like, mayhem. It, it, I felt like I was in Hell's Angels, like, 
Hunter S. Thompson 60s book. <laughs> and then not only that, I went down the hill to the gas station near my house and they all pulled up down there too and were like drinking and throwing beer cans and getting all fucking buck wild. Yeah. Is that you is that what you're looking for in life? Um something like that. Yeah. Do you have the tattoos? You gotta get massive amounts of tattoos. No, I don't I don't have any. What I draw some on. <laughs> you should draw you should get that rabbit tattoo that's on the wall behind you and homie dropping knowledge. Oh uh, yeah. Here I got yeah. let me get a screenshot of that. Actually because oh, okay. nobody else could see it. No, go ahead, scoot it back to where you're at. Oh, okay. Because I, I can get it good right there. Can you see it? Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I uh, I went and did a little talk over at SDSU, at their art department over there, uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And they had a bunch of cool little wall student art graffiti things going on. I'm thinking about just going over there and just painting the entire wall because they have a bunch of blank ass wall, but they don't want to do anything to it because uh, it's all you know democratic. Like you got to get all the the right signatures and do all the proper paperwork and all that sort of bullshit. Oh, uh, there's a pretty good like Bob Ross one on that wall over there. A real Bob Ross? Or like a Bob Ross drawing? Oh, like a drawing of Bob Ross? Yeah. Bob Ross is awesome. I used to watch him when I was a kid. Yeah, he's. The best, man. My grandfather was, uh, <laughs> like, a landscape oil painter, like, same uh, sort of style. And he and I did uh, did the same painting together. He had two canvases, and he showed me how to paint when I was five in the studio. And I still have the two paintings that we, we did two over a weekend, and then he, he kept his, but. <laughs> so what else is up? What's, uh, it's probably uh, pretty fucking nice up in San Francisco the last two days, huh? Yeah, the weather's been super good, like, this weekend. Coming out of the, the nasty wintertime. Springtime has hit California. Yeah. It's looking nice right now. Is anybody talking about earthquakes lately? Did you guys just have an earthquake recently? No, we didn't have one. Um, I think after the tsunami and everything, some people were, like, freaking out and predicting earthquakes in San Francisco. But nothing happened. Yeah. Oh, you know what? You, that's what it was. I was thinking it was, there was another one right around that same time, but it was like on the other end of the, because Japan had another earthquake and then another, there was another one in the ring of fire. Uh, that's, that's why I thought. Well, um, what else you got coming up? You got, you're going to do your fecal face show and then uh, you're going to relax for a little bit and chill out or are you going to jump right into, you got any cool projects coming up? I'm going to, Chill out for a little while, keep like painting and whatnot. And I kind of wanted to go on like a, a bicycle trip this summer. Why don't you ride down to San Diego? Yeah? Yeah. Might do that. I don't know. I haven't decided where I want to go yet, but I was I was thinking about it. That'd be awesome. Yeah. I thought uh do you got do you travel much? Do you get the opportunity to do that yet? Um, yeah, actually, I, I've traveled a lot because my dad is a mechanic for United Airlines, so I get, like, free airfare. Nice. So. Well, shit, you could ride your bike down to San Diego, then just fly <laughs> back. Yeah. It seems sure. like it should be downhill. I don't know if it is, but it, it, it seems like 
because you're going south that it should be downhill most of the way. Yeah. I don't think it works like that though. But I mean Yeah, I gotta I gotta fly some places this summer too. Do you got some spots that you wanna go to? Um I'm not sure. I was I was probably gonna go down to LA. Maybe New Orleans and I don't know. Like I gotta go like everywhere I can before I turn twenty five because that's how long I get like my dad's benefits. Oh really? That's strange. Yeah. Well yeah, you should definitely take advantage of that. Yeah, I'm trying to. <laughs> nice. Well um let's plug uh let's plug some of your stuff. You got a you got a website and your let me know what your Twitter is so I can go add you after this. You want my website? Yeah. Alright. Let me get it here. And, um, I mean, I have some other stuff coming up, too. I have, um, wait, how do I send you a, a link? Well, just tell me. I'll, oh, okay. I'll put links up later, but just so for the listeners. Um, henrygunderson.tumblr.com. Okay. And I'll put it, I do a blog that has all the guests and all the information on there. You tell me that that goes to a Twitter somewhere, and that you have a Twitter that exists. Or I mean, it's just like you can connect Tumblr to to Twitter. Yeah. So yeah. whenever you post something, it goes on there. But um, I'm not sure what my what my Twitter is. I don't really know. <laughs> All right. Well, we got we we're gonna have to try to find. I guess if I find your Tumblr, I I could probably find the Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, no, I don't think it links on there, but here, I, I can find it. What are some of the materials that you're using? You, you're, you were talking about paper. Um, what do you paint with? Do you use acrylics, oils, gouache? Um, I was using acrylics for a while, but now I'm mostly using colored pencil. Are the new, are there, is there new stuff up online yet besides the flyer? Um, yeah, there's some pieces from the show on my on my website on my Tumblr. All right, cool. But not not everything, but yeah, um, yeah. Most most of the pieces in the show are mainly colored pencil, and like some other materials too, but mostly colored pencil. And there's also like some cork boards. I've been using cork boards and attaching drawings to like bulletin boards. Nice, like uh, like inspiration walls. Yeah, sort of. I used to have one. I used to have a couple when I actually had space for them on the wall. But I have I have so much art and so little uh, wall space that they got axed. Oh really? The cork boards are the shit. I love yeah. Posting stuff up. I actually built like a giant one for the show. It's really big. Nice. It's like a it's like a seven foot cork board. <laughs> Did you make some uh, some oversized thumbtacks? No, actually, I bought them at Office Max. They have those those big ones. Oh, they already they already have they exist. Yeah, I guess if you could think about yeah. it, it probably exists. Yeah. Uh, did I tell you I, I own a gallery too? No, we haven't talked about that at all. Maybe <laughs> maybe that would be something good to talk about. It's called the Water McBeer. It's like the size of a box. It's like like thirty inches long by like. 15 inches and and where does that exist at 
Um, at uh, my studio in SFAI. So the gallery, the gallery exists in the studio, in a, a miniature environment. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. How did that come about? Uh, my friend Alex Ziv and I like decided to make a miniature gallery and have some miniature art shows in it. Are you are so? Are people gonna make really, really, really small paintings? Is that yeah to fit in there? So it's not like. You put you could just fit one painting in there, but you have to fit multiple small pieces. Yeah. Interesting. So are you is that sort of just like a clown on on the art gallery world? Yeah, pretty much. There's a there's a gallery like on campus here and um it's called the the Walter McBean Gallery. So we named ours the Water McBeer. <laughs> and um but actually we're having a show in August at Evergold in San Francisco. Of the the miniature gallery blown up to the made to a, a full size gallery. No, it's like it'll be like multiple miniature galleries inside a full size gallery. Interesting. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Are the prices going to be miniature? Um. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, it's going to have to be right. Yeah. Probably like a a dollar a painting or something. Half price. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what sucks. What people don't realize a lot of times that sometimes it takes the same amount of time to paint one big painting as it does to paint one small painting, just because you have to get so much more detailed in the small paintings and like the amount yeah. of time is often the same and Some, effort is sometimes. The same. I guess you can't make small paintings with a with a half ass uh, half ass mentality. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, uh, thanks for doing the show. Yeah, thank you. Let's do. Uh, Let's do internet dap up here. Oh, you can't even see me, huh? Just put no. your your fist up to the screen. Okay. And we'll just we'll just pretend. There we go. It happened. It happened in real life on my end. <laughs> you just gotta trust me, like our government. <laughs> All right, brother. Thank you cool, again. Man. Have a good day. Yeah, you too. Have a good day. All right. Bye. Later. All right. That was the interview with Mr. Henry Gunderson. Uh. The live view stream will be up. I might even I might make it private um, up until I do the. Who should I? I don't know. I might just let it run, but I'll go through and do the uh, the cleaned up version for iTunes if you want to download it later. All right. Thanks for listening. Already woke, spit a joke, barely spoke, barely smoke. Stared at folks when properly provoked, mirror broke. Hair share a strawberry morning, gone and more important spawning. Torn in, poor men sworn in. Cornish hens switching positions, auditioning morticians. Sword in a vision, ignoring prison. Ignoramuses enlisting, sound dumb. Found them, drowned in cow's dung, crowns flung. Rings a tinkerbell, sing for things as frail as a fingernail. Bring a scale, stale ginger lingers. Seven figures in vigor, nigga, fresh from out the jail, alpha male, sickest ninja, injury this century, enter plea, lend sympathy to limpers, simple salmon, ramen MCs, trees is free, please leave a key, these meager fleas, he's the breeze and she's the bees, knees for she's. G's of G's, seize property, shopper sprees, chop the cheese, drop the grease to stop diseases, G whiz park, doom rock grandma like the kumbaya. Mama was a whole hopper, Papa was a Rolling Stone star Like Obama, pull a car like old drama Civil liberties, these little titties Abilities riddle me, middle C <clears throat> Give an MC a rectal hysterectomy Lecture on removal of the bowels, foul technically Don't expect to see the recipe 
Till we receive the check as well as the collection fee More wrecked than Section Z What you expect to get for free? Shit for me, history The key, plucked it off the mayor Chucked it in the old tar pit off La Brea Player, they say he's gone too far Juma, catch him after Juma on cue Laka! Do what you gotta do Grah, the rumors are not true Got you, ma No prob, got the job Hot bard, heart throb Scotch guard, the barber, cotton swab Dart lob Baker, cake sweet, Jamaica trading treats on the beach, make a skeet till it feeds me. Can it be I stayed away too long? Did you miss these rhymes when I was gone? As you listen to these crazy tracks, check them stats, then you know where I'm at. And that's that. Look, they're doomed now. I followed him to the studio, but I was too late to stop him. That's right! You'll never stop me! You're dead! You're not dead! Go! 